Welcome back to We Are Live. Chris Dim and Travis Terrell joined live in studio by the great Dr. Ed. Hit it, Gardner. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. Hello, Dr. Ed. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How Welcome are you back. Today? It's good to have you back. You were in Austin last week. Yes, I was. How was that? It was nice. I was doing some training um, on some shelter medicine. Interesting. I'm getting ready for the new gateway building. Gateway Pet Guardians. Oh, that's right. Dr. Ed's been helping them for a while. He, you supplied them with a building for many years. Now they've basically taken over, not basically, they've taken over an old school in East St. Louis. Yeah, and I'm actually, I took off all this week, and I am working at their new building this week. Are oh, you really? really? Yeah. Just nice. kind of getting things set up or well, no, helping animals? Vol- no, 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 no animals. Just totally volunteer, manual labor. <laughs> Yeah, this building is 54,000 square feet. Oh, know. good God, man. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, and it's basically, it's an old school, and I'm I'm going from room to room, and I'm emptying them out and doing a lot of recycling, which is my passion. Right. And, um, there's tons of, you know, electrical wires, which I'm collecting and sorting out. and. Oh, know. my God, this is a serious project. Oh, yeah, yeah, seriously. There's a, I mean, I'm manual labor i mean that's, you know and there's people who are painting like the, the off the period the part that's going to be the office right but yeah we're just uh, i'm just in there cleaning it out that's a real labor of love that's awesome yeah that is awesome when you were down in austin did you and matthew mcconaughey you know play on the bongos mm-hmm. take take a couple uh hits out back <laughs> no oh, no i didn't run into him oh, Dang. That's, that's what happens too bad to austin generally. did you get down on some barbecue you yeah. had to right i did and some yeah. tacos well you know the one the one place i wanted to go was uh World famous. It's called Franklin's Barbecue, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's only open for lunch. Yeah. You know, and, and you can wait. It's not convenient. Line. Yeah. You know, not because of what I was doing and I didn't have time. Right. You can wait in line for hours. You know, you're a badass barbecue joint in Texas when you're only open during the afternoon. Yeah. That's pretty dope. That yeah. has to be world well, famous. It sells then. out so fast. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. Not enough, not enough animals to keep uh, supplying to the masses that come through. No, I guess cut it short each day. Well, don't they have like the huge like longhorns like on the side of the road next to like gas stations like in Austin? <laughs> like when I last time I was in Austin, there was the huge uh, what's the mascot don't for the longhorns? Texas longhorn. The Texas longhorn. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought it was a particular thing. I didn't know that's what they I didn't know that's what. But they have them. I saw one at a gas station just chilling in the grass while people were pumping their gas. Is that a thing out? In, did you see a lot of that uh, at all? I was, I was right in downtown Austin, so okay. no, I didn't see all that. All right, so not a lot of hillbillies. Did you hear about the, the couple who t- brought their longhorn bull? Yes, as the a, a, to the Petco. Because Petco, Petco. Petco yeah, says yeah. they can take uh, any and they And they accommodated, yeah. from what I saw. Yeah, he had to turn his head sideways to, to get the horns through, but he, he, he knew what to do. What would you do if you were in a convenience store and somebody walked in with that? Oh, man, I'd be like, oh, lunch. Oh, Wow. I'm like, so oh, you wouldn't be fearful of the giant spears on his head? No, I'd just be like, all right, keep 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 it up. Medium rare, please. Uh-huh, keep it up. I'm yeah. going to put you on my Chinese food. <laughs> I love some longhorn on my food. Are you, uh, at this point in your career, your illustrious veterinary career, are you happy you didn't go the uh, bovine farmer route? Oh, I, I'll tell you the story about why I never did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, seriously. This is my first block my first rotation in the clinics in veterinary school was large animal medicine sure okay so there i was you know fresh off my all my large animal experience from growing up in the south st louis <laughs> yeah a lot <laughs> of know, uh, and, giant animals yeah so i'm there with my classmates you know the good old boys from you know small town missouri with right. their skull rings in the back of their jeans of course. you know in their <laughs> cowboy boots and our the, first the great day, dr andre Overly, yeah from well, st genevieve missouri he, prob- was he probably was there he probably <laughs> was there so we're, we're there and our teacher who was fantastic dr bob miller takes us out to work ahead of take, take work a, a herd of ca- uh, calves right mm-hmm. you know we're running them through the chute one at a time catching them in the as chute. you do travis yeah. right. you know and we're vaccinating them and, and taking a blood sample for testing so my you know my classmates were really good they stepped up and they took their turn you know and and uh, dr miller says okay ed you're up. So I go up there, and there's this black, wild-looking calf in the head chute. And me, stupid me, not knowing what to do, I leaned right over his head. So this thing just kind of looked up, you know, out of the corner of its eye, sized me up, and just went boom, lifted oh, his head up and no. head-butted me right in the forehead. And I started to, like, turn all shades of pale, which is hard to do considering I'm Italian. Mm. It's <laughs> rough. Yeah. You know, and I got wobbly, and Dr. Miller just, you know— Says, Ed, Ed, go sit down under the tree over there. So as I'm walking over to the tree, 
he yells out to me, hey, Ed, why don't you consider small animals medicine as a career? <laughs> <laughs> and from that day forth, he's, he's like, only worked yeah. on lizards. And and I, yes. I swear, 20 years later, I ran into Dr. Miller, and, I, and he remembered that story. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think you it. did it right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's how I decided on how I was like, you know, because as a kid, you want to play every sport, everything you see on TV. And, of course, the biggest star at the time was Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, I'm like, I'm going to try boxing. Yes, boxing. Mm. I get to hit people. Why wouldn't I not love this? And then you get hit in the nose. Oh, my God. And you just see stars for a good 90 seconds. And you immediately realize, oh, that's that's my own blood I'm tasting. Nah, nah, I'll just stick to football, basketball, basketball. Yeah, that's... So that makes sense. Yeah, you don't have to beat me over the head twice. (laughs) Right. Oh, I get it. I I I get get it. it. Yep, that wasn't made for this. Not for me. (laughs) Okay, all right. Gardner, did you ever have that moment in uh, all of your tennis or cross country? Mm, Good point. Good question. Take a a Western forehand to the... Oh, well. Um, Get a blister from swinging the the club wrong? Well, I mean, baseball, but I kept playing because I was an idiot. Mm -hmm. I got injured a lot. You take a a fastball to the thigh as a kid. I'm sure that felt great. Take a fastball off your elbow, and that doesn't break your elbow, but then you go to first base, and for some reason the pitcher throws harder to first base than he does to you when you're at the plate and take it off your elbow again. And then it breaks and chips off a little bone. Jesus. That's what happened to me. And then I stayed in the game because I was afraid to go out because my dad was the third base coach. And I thought he was going to make fun of me if I got took myself out of the game. Man, we really have taken a deep dive into the Gartner childhood today. Mm-hmm. and It's been rough. I'm glad you weren't here for the first yeah, story. Yeah, I'm almost starting to wonder if we should maybe have a segment about interventions mm-hmm. just in regards to the... Could you're drinking? No, 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 oh. no, no. Just, oh, okay. just feels like there's more going on we oh, need to discuss. Okay. Uh, we do always have a bunch of fun with Dr. Ed. We play uh, dogs on film. We catch up on uh, the hilarious antics Dr. Ed's always finding himself oh, in. Look, there, no, that's hanging that, out that's, on the hill in St. That, Louis. Dr. Ed doing Dr. Ed things again. He's uh, he's certainly a wily figure. I was. If I've ever seen one. I was wondering how Dr. Ed was handling, in particular, the first series for the Cardinals that was in Milwaukee. I, I thought of him at one point because I was looking at stuff for the show this coming week, and I'm like, ah, this couldn't have gone better for Dr. Ed to be upset about it. Dr. Ed, your St. Louis Cardinals are off to a 2-3 and three start after losing 3-4 or four in Milwaukee. Well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be very careful and, you know, measure what I say because, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to swing and miss, you know. A lot of strikeouts. A lot of strikeouts these days. Huh. Looks like Travis on a Friday night, huh? How about, a little how strikeouts. About, how about that left fielder, man? Isn't he like... <laughs> You know, I every day I, I know. <laughs> Am I the only one who sees that he can't run? He can't throw. It's almost as hit. if there was, say, a marquee outfielder available in the off season that you know the Cardinals could have afforded and actually brought in. If only that existed. If only there was a marquee player that can absolutely transform your franchise for the next decade. If only that player existed. Mm, too bad the Cardinals had to I settle. Been, I would have taken up any of the th- other two, other three from the Florida Marlins at the Jeez. time. I mean, that's that. That signing's looking really good, isn't it? Oh, man, it is a delightful turn of events for the St. Louis Cardinals. Just watching, you know, a world-class baseball player like Bryce Harper have a successful start to his season while the Cardinals outfield can barely get the ball into the infield. So that's that's fun. Are you going to go to opening day? No. <laughs> He's like, I'm choosing to be in, uh, in, I a, really, in a dilapidated I'm, I'm building. I'm literally going to volunteer for services in East St. Louis instead yeah. of going to that Cardinal home open. Are you going to attend many games this year? We we bought, a, uh, I think, a little package. You know, we mm-hmm. usually do, you know, like six to 12 games. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. Uh, Travis, are you going to see any live? Are you excited about live games this oh, year? Look, I'm just excited to be outside in nice weather. So I'll definitely be at the Cardinal game, but I won't be there and be happy. Because mm. I know La Marita prices are still going to be high. I know I'm going to have to pay $45 for a beer. And if I want a two hot dogs, I'm going to have to take out a second mortgage. So mm. we'll just see. But you can get a veggie burger now. You can. Oh, mm, veggie. Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. I've always wanted to pay $17 for a burger with no taste. Real. Travis, you said second mortgage? Yeah. You have a first? Yeah. Oh. And it's for gambling debts. Yeah, Why I did, did you bring I didn't it realize up? that. Thank you. You didn't have to bring it all up. Hmm. That's racist as hell. That is. <laughs> thank, thank you, Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed Mnieko. Thank yeah. That is. That is racist as hell. Thank you. Why, how, he's on your team? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I'm telling you, man. 
if you just try to be black, life is easier. <laughs> Remember, I was going to identify as black because it makes arguing easier. And then also tell you're racist. Jokes. Uh, okay. Here, here's a parking ticket. You're racist. And it's funny, too. Well, you say it on Five dollars for that coffee. You're racist. I see. You oh, and then on stage, yeah, you just get the easy laughs using the N-word. Like, hey, N-words. N-word, like, please. And ah. was, yeah, Chris, that's exactly what comedy's about. Okay, good. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Yeah, break. Uh, <laughs> you can check out Hillside Animal Hospital online. They do a great job of keeping everyone up to date with all of their fear-free practices I did some uh, in-home nail trimming this week, and uh, boy, could I have used a trained professional. You think uh, a nearly 14-year-old dog doesn't still have it in them to uh, buck and jump about if they don't want you to do something? They do, and it's very troubling. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You need to ask me sooner about what to do. About what to do? Yeah. What do you, what do you, how do you uh, go about it without uh, paying you? Oh, well. See, yeah. <laughs> moving right on. <laughs> He's like, listen, broke boy, I don't want to talk to you. Next topic. <laughs> uh, are there any uh, Are there any tips for people at home? Uh, basically, it's just like try and distract them, keep them comfortable, right? You, you, you want to start. I mean, it's a long, slow process, but you want to start by just rubbing rubbing the feet. I mean, mm-hmm. rubbing the feet oh, without trimming the nails. I mean, right. you do that often, often every night. Yeah, get them used to having their feet touched, you know, and then, then you know after they after they accept that willingly, then you you know you start with just trimming one or two nails, mm-hmm. and at the very first sign that they're starting to pull away or not enjoy it, then you stop, you know, don't don't put it to the next level, or that's when it's going to reinforce. Yeah, Travis, like it. Mm-hmm. You hear that, Chris? Can you use some of this advice before a play. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, still got it. Fast See who you've sided with, Doctor Ed. <laughs> this yes. is your. This is your hero. Uh, let's let's play some dogs on film. Do we have a good one this week, Gardner? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time to dig deep, look for the dogs, and have dogs on film. <laughs> I guess you can say that intro was rough. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Again, Hillside Animal Hospital. Thank you for sponsoring the segment. Thank you for Dr. Ed showing up. We love Hillside. I know uh, part of the family here. You've got some new clients uh, headed over if they haven't been over yet. So thanks for taking care of uh, people that we know and people that listen to you here. Yeah. Great stuff, everybody. What do we got, Gardner? One second, please. Oh, okay. It's going to be a good one. Okay, here I am. Yay! All right. How does... Dogs on film work, Gartner. Well, we got about six movies. We pit one movie against another, so we have three sets of movies okay. out of those six. You guys have to guess out of those pairings which one has the best score according to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And then if you guess correctly, you get a point. Okay, I like points. And point. if you get, if I decide arbitrarily, I'll decide as we go throughout. I want to say so and so has it right. You'll hear. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Maybe I'll say a person or a group has it wrong. You'll hear. (laughs) And that's how we get through those first six movies, those first three pairings. We see who has their computer on still. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, 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 Chris. Do it eight more times. (laughs) I deserve that. And we'll see who has the best score after those six movies. If we're tied, we do have a seventh movie for a tiebreak. We do. Now, what makes this game so special is that we're able to get one of the best commentators this city has to offer Mm -hmm. to participate in this segment. Mm -hmm. None other than the great Sean. Sean, my friend Sean, who is out of town right now. Mm. He is in Key Biscayne. Yes, he's visiting his father. Visiting his father. father. How does Sean travel? Uh, did he take a Greyhound? Awkwardly. Did, he got on an airplane. He got on an airplane. Sean got on he an airplane. TSA. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can he, you imagine Sean sitting next to you on an airplane for three hours? How cool would that be? Would it, would mm. it be? Mm. Um, so he's on a, he took a plane. He's down in Key Biscayne. Nice. Um, was supposed to be in a Speedo on the beach Oh, at some well, point. I'm hoping we get that yeah. photo soon. And I'm trying to secure a photo okay. of that. I think okay. it might have happened yesterday. Here's what I'm Are looking you, forward to. You're not to. kidding. No, he's no. Re- we're getting a Speedo photo, and we will post Why? it on our feed. 
Because here's where here's why Chris is upset. This is why he's hesitant to. No, no doubt. Here's what Chris is worried about. Sean being bigger than him. Okay, this is oh. getting strange. Yeah, that's why. That's what you're worried about. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my God, Sean is 85 years old. He's walking around with tree uh, trunk. Okay. Uh, right. He was going to bring a potato just in case ah, to put it in the man. back of his speedo. No, Sean, show. that's not how it works. Okay. Mm. Well, that's right. his plan. Now, we do have themes throughout mm-hmm. with these pairings. We try to do dogs. We tried. Dog movies to begin with. We did. And this might be our last week of doing so. Oh. We've gone back and revisited some that we've done in the past. Okay. But we'll have some dog films to kick it off and then other themes with the other pairings, if that makes sense. Okay. So, dog films to start it off. So, Sean and I recorded this last Thursday. He was leaving for Key Biscayne on Friday, and he was having a hell of a time at our local watering hole. And then... Uh, Went back to his place and recorded it. So there will be some struggles oh, today. Jesus. Oh, there boy. will be some struggles. I'm not going to lie as he right. describes these movies for you. Oh, so God help us. Here's your first dog movie. You here ready? Yes. Here you go. Best in Show. 2000. Comedy. One hour, 30 minutes. The owners and handlers of five show dogs head for the Mayflower Kennel Club Dog Show. A f- a, f- a film interviews them as they prepare for the trip. Film crew. <clears throat> Wait a minute. <clears throat> a film crew interviews them as they prepare for the trip. Arrive at Philly's Taft, El- Taft Hotel and compete. From Florida comes the Flex, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. She keeps running into into old lovers. Oh my God. A wordless ancient in a wheelchair, Patrick Crenshaw, and his buxom trophy wife, Jennifer Coolidge, own a two-time defending best, best in show, a poodle. From the piney woods of North Carolina, or... Yeah, comes a fellow who wants to be a ventriloquist, Christopher Guest. High-strung dinks, Michael Hitchcock and and Parker Posley, Posey, feud loudly in front of their why, in front of their Weimarner, it's a gray dog, isn't it? To ouch, to... Outre? Outre, gay man, gay man from Tribeca, John Michael Higgins and Michael McKean. Round out. The pro the round out the profiled owners. Go round out the profiled owners. Get a little drunk, a little bit. Sick man, I'm living town, man. What I need that? some shorts. Some shorts. You're, you're literally going to a place to drink. <laughs> he needed to drink to get ready to go to a place where he's going to drink. Uh-huh. Okay, Sean. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. What, what are we? What game are we playing again? Yeah. I'm, afraid, I'm about to say, where is it? How drunk is Sean? All right. Is that a game? That, that a new game? No, Looks like it's uh, going to have to well, be. Well, yeah. Sponsored by Hillside and Lots. But. All right. Best in Show is your first dog movie. Here's your second dog movie. Homeward Bound, an incredible wow. journey. The. The. What? Oh. Homeward Bound, the incredible journey. 1993, drama adventure. One hour, 25 minutes. Before the Seavers leave for the fa- for a family vacation to San Francisco, they drop off their pets. Chance, Michael J. Fox, an adventurous American bulldog, Shadow, Don Amici, a wise golden retriever, and sassy Sally Field. Oh, my. And a, a cautious cat and a friend's... Oh. And sassy, a cautious cat and a friend's ranch. But when the animals start to worry that they've, they've been left for been left for good, the three embark together on a treacherous and thrilling journey to find their way back home through the California wilderness. Ah, oh, what a terrible, terrible thing. Oh, Sally Fields, she's so nice. You're going on vacation, aren't you? Yes, I am. Next... You gonna wear a speedo on the beach? Absolutely. You wanna see it? The speedo? Yeah. You wanna go get one? Uh, you can show me later. Okay. I got different, uh, different, you know, different uh, colors. Went in Miami. I don't think that's what you do when you're in Miami. I've been well, to Miami. Apparently. You've been to Miami. You've probably been to Miami. Yeah. You don't do that in Miami. It's not like uh, Missouri. You show up and oh, show me state. You got it. No, you just you go have fun on the beach, right? Oh, of course, Sean. These are good movies, though. Mm-hmm. Very great good movies. movies. Yeah, you, uh, Doctor Ed, did you enjoy Homeward Bound, or was that, or were we, t- were we young and it was a little cheesy? Oh, no, I enjoyed it. You had a good time with it. Yeah. yeah. Then, then the cat like beat up a bobcat. <laughs> Isn't that no, the two dogs did. The two dogs did. Okay. Yeah. Now, in 2019, 
the American Bulldog wouldn't be allowed to like live in the owner's apartment right. because of breed restrictions or something like that. So. I will say that I enjoy both films, uh, but I don't know if there's a better movie than Best in Show. I think like that's as close as you can get to a perfect comedy. So I'm saying Best in Show. I, I got to double up on that. Best in Show, um, beloved, thought of as like just other world comedy. Yeah, I got to go with that. But I... I hope I'm not going to regret it because, uh, man, family movies will get you too sometimes. Best, if we don't get Best in Show, no way we get The Office. No way we get it. So, yeah, I have so much love for Best in Show. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to buck the trend. Oh, really? I feel like you're right. Just like, like that you know, calf like, almost bucked in you. Right. I'm just kind of looking at Gardner out of the corner of my eye. Nice. Just wondering, wondering what he's thinking. Yeah, yeah, it could be a trap. You're playing the game. Yeah. You're, you're playing, playing the game. game. Yes, yeah. you're yeah. correct. Chris and Travis go Best in Show. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. It is Best in Show, a 94, wow. according to Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, an 87. Appropriate. Oh, wow. All right. I wouldn't, you don't have to throw the mic, do you? You're not oh, that bad. That's Paul Newman uh, in <laughs> yeah. Homeward Bound. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I remember that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Were you out with uh, Sean no. last night? Probably. Sean yeah. does a lot of day drinking, right? Uh, matinee drinking. Matinee drinking. Does he want to get home for dinner? Yeah. That's a good point. It's fair. All right. So what's our next set of films? All right. So Chris and Travis each have a point. Dr. Ed, no points right now. Our next set of films are Ben Affleck movies. Oh, ben yes. Ben Affleck movies. I love me some Ben Affleck, boy. Mm-hmm. Have you better seen not be giggly or whatever. Yeah, they have one Geely. <laughs> I never saw I like that, but widely, co- widely, let's we call it giggly. Mm-hmm. Widely considered one of the worst movies like, made, Easily. right? In the recent times, anyway. Yeah, right? definitely one of the worst of all time. Relegated right. Kevin Smith to an uh, independent film. Mm. Here is your first Ben Affleck film. Argo, 2012, Ooh, drama thriller, two hours, good. ten minutes. On November 4th, 1979, militants stormed the U.S. Embassy in Tehran. Tehran, Iran, mm-hmm. taking 66 American hostages. Amid the chaos, six Americans managed to slip away and find refuge with the Canadian or the with the Canadian embassy, em, ambassador or embassy. Knowing that it's just a matter of time before the refugees are found and likely executed, the U.S. government calls on extra uh, extractor Tony Mendez, Ben Affleck, to rescue them. Mendez's plan is to pose as a Hollywood producer, scouting locations in Iran and train refugees to act. Is his film crew. That doesn't sound right, but true story. Wacko. Here's your first one. My mm. favorite part about that is Tony Mendez, played by Ben Affleck. Mm. Mm. Okay. Just because of the last name? Is that what you're I'm trying to say? I'm saying that Tony Mendez was not a guy from South Boston, but okay. okay. Just throwing it out Will there. you pull up a photo of Chad Mendez? I don't know who that is. Me He's a professional MMA fighter, and he's a, also a professional hunter. Very Caucasian. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I bet you he's not. It can happen, Travis. Mm-hmm. Just saying. All right. All right. That was your first Ben Affleck movie. Okay. That was a great movie, by the way. It was? Here's your second one. Gone Girl, 2014, drama mystery, two hours, 29 minutes. In Carthage, Missouri, former New York-based writer Nick Dunn, Ben Affleck, and his glamorous wife Amy, Rosamund Pike, present a portrait of a blissful marriage to the public. However, when Amy goes missing... On the couple's fifth wedding anniversary, Nick becomes the prime suspect of inner dis- inner, di- inner disappearance. The resulting police pressure and media friends and frenzy caused the Dunn's image of a happy union to crumble, leading to tantalizing questions about who Nick and Amy truly are. You got a new pillow over there? Where? Right next to you. No. This thing? Yeah, I haven't put it. You're a... sitting on a pillow? I'm sitting on a pillow to break it in. Where'd you get it? I got it at Aldi's for six ninety nine on sale. There's a whole bin of them. And it's, a, you know, it's a quality pillow. <laughs> I just got to break it in because I don't like them fluffy. How do you like them? Flat. Hard. Hmm. <laughs> so, you need a pillow on sale? Jesus. Check out Aldi's for six ninety nine. Do you break in your pillows, <laughs> Dr. Ed? you break in pillows. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, where did you guys land on uh, Gone Girl? We've talked about it in here before. I said the best part about it was Tyler Perry showing that he can actually act and not just dress up in a fat suit and be a, an eccentric woman. Um, I found it a really hard movie to watch just because she hated her so much. It was a, it was one of the last movies I've been in where I was like, oh, so this is where this movie is going. 
Mm-hmm. Like I and I remember almost saying that out loud in the theater because I was because there was a great twist in the middle of the film and you're just like, oh, so this is what I signed up for. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was a strong representation of the St. Louis, Southern Missouri area, mm. if you will. I though will have to say there's so many ties to St. Louis with these both with both of these movies. Got John Goodman, of course, and Argo. I'm gonna go Argo on this one. Yeah, I have to go Argo. I hate to be, uh, yeah, it's it's Argo. Has to be. It's a great movie, and I think, uh, despite Affleck and despite it being about a very famous case, I don't think it's gonna. I think a lot of people really liked it. I thought it did well at the box office. I thought. All three of you guys are going Argo. Oh, you ask like that. I know. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Ah, 96 for Argo. Wow. Didn't it win an Academy Award for Best Picture, too? It might have. All right. Yeah. And 87 for Gone Girl. Girl. Gone Girl was a good movie. (sighs) I enjoyed it. Too high? I would would say like a 68. I thought it was a smart casting play because Ben Affleck, for a long time, was looked as, you know. He's a cheater. A cheater, a douchebag. So he played that very well. Mm -hmm. And so you started thinking. And Scott Peterson's innocent. That's who the movie's based off of. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's who that's based off of. uh, From the book. Oh, okay. It's a Scott Peterson type of situation. Okay. Right. And then, because remember, wasn't there the Nancy Grace character in there? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot who played it. It was the actress. uh, Gosh, she's been in a bunch of films. But yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Did you like Either. Argo? <laughs> it's why not? It's redacted CIA files. How would you not it. like that? You never seen it? No. Uh, you okay. should see it. It's never good. saw Argo. Never saw Gone Girl. Oh, wow. Those, those are two good movies. I think. Never saw Homeward Bound: The Incredible Journey. Jesus oh, that's Christ. you okay. had a mad, you had a bad childhood. <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Doctor. Uh, you're weird, man. Yeah. This is the, we're getting a lot. I of saw answers. Best in Show. We're getting a lot of insight into your childhood. Yeah, this but Doctor Ed is a is a trained medical professional at this point, knowing his age. He was disgusted. And the cost he to was. keep him disgusted when I was. said that. And the cost to keep him around, like knowing that he never saw Homeward Bound, it's kind of like. You know, this dog is old now, and it can't help how it was brought up. Would you make the decision to pull the plug on Gardner, Ugh. knowing this now? I think that just that would do it for me. Yeah, the no homeward bound as a child. Yeah, quality of life. Mm-hmm. Weirdo. Yes, quality of life. That's what I was looking for. Uh, so two points each for Chris and Travis. Dr. Ed has one as we head into the our final Here period. we go. Mm-hmm. These are adaptations. Okay. They were books turned into movies. So here's your first one. Jurassic Park, 1993. Oh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic. Jurassic Park, Did you see this, 1993. Yep. Fantasy mystery, two hours, seven minutes. Paleontologist Alan Grant, Sam Neill, and Ellie Sattler, Laura Dern, Laura mm-hmm. Dern, and mathematician Ian McCallum. Malcolm. Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum are among a select chosen tour the island theme park populated by dinosaurs created by prehistoric DNA. While the park's mastermind, billionaire John Hammond, Richard Attenborough, assures everyone that the facility is safe, they find out otherwise when vicious, ferocious predators break free and go on the hunt. (laughs) What? You said Juriassic. Whatever. Crying out loud! I'm sorry about my paleo. You know, I don't know my paleotonic or my Jurassic. You know, eras. I was not into dinosaurs when I was a kid. For crying out loud! But anyway, no, I was kind of. You know, I always wanted to be in a. You know, an anthropologist. I mean, I should have been an anthropologist. You should have been. I should have been. Why? I wanted to because I dug it. (laughs) <laughs> no pun intended. No, I did. I did. He brought it. He reeled us all in. Doctor Ed's gonna use that. Yeah, the, yeah. The pterodactyl, the flying one. Pterodactyl. The pterodactyl. Oh no. I don't know when I was more anticipating the release of a film than that movie. I mean, I've mm-hmm. read all of Michael Crichton's books. and Oh, I, you did? Oh, when I read oh, that book, yeah. I was just like, oh, my gosh, what a movie this is going to be. And did the movie live up to it? Oh, yeah. To and this yeah. day, the special effects are still legend. Yeah, I mean, because they just they literally built out the whole thing. They literally built them, right? The animatronic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Jurassic Park or Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Um, so that's the retired dinosaur park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 So that's going to go against another adaptation. Here it is. 
The Green Mile, 1999. Trauma Fantasy, 3 hours, 9 minutes. Paul Edgecombe, or Combe, Tom Hanks, walks the mile with a variety of cons. He had never encountered someone like John Coffey, Michael Clark Duncan, a massive black man convicted of brutally killing a pair of young sisters. Coffey had the size and strength to kill anyone, but not the demeanor. Beyond his simple, naive nature and deathly fear of the dark, Coffey seems to possess a, a prodigious nat- supernatural gift. Paul began to question whether Coffey was truly guilty of murdering the two girls. Did you cry in that one? Did John Coffey cry in that one? Hell yeah. What about you? Hell yeah. Mm. I like to cry. Makes me feel good. Mm-mm. So you have. So are we? Are we? Are we implicated in Sean's affl- afflictions? Like, do we need to get him with our boy Tommy Duff? Like, what do we need to do? No, you just let him go. Let him go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how this works. All right. The Green Mile versus Jurassic Park, gentlemen. This is a curveball. Yeah. This is really tough. This is really bad. I'm going Jurassic Park. I'm going Green Mile. Well, you guys blew it. Now I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> I still could. I still could. I still could. I, yeah. Now I can't win. You guys already have both two episodes. Um, I'm going to go just on the sentimental favorite and go with Jurassic Park. Okay. Travis, you went with the Green Mile. I did indeed. Dr. Ed and Chris go with Jurassic Park. Travis. Is wrong. Chris goes three for three to claim dogs on film. Rotten Tomatoes has Jurassic Park at 91. And the Green Mile at 79. 79 for the Green Mile. We feel it. I'm not remembering that incorrect. Green Mile was an amazing movie, right? Yeah. Sam Rockwell, you remember? Yeah. It's horrible. That's why I went with it, because I thought it. It should be a better score than that. Yeah, that's one of his first movies, as mm-hmm. far as I know. 90, uh, I'd put that in the 90s or high 80s or something. Yeah, Man. I'd at least put that in the mid-80s. Wow, Jurassic Park's in 91? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who directed Green Mile? I don't recall. Okay. I remember I said, looking at the page, but I don't recall. Okay. J.C. Sabala, very funny comedian from here in town, says it's tough for Chris because a black guy dies in both of them. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to hear what the tiebreaker would have been? Yes, please. All right. This would have been the tiebreaker for you all. We were almost there. We almost got there. Here it is. The tiebreaker. Stop or my mom will shoot. Will shoot. 1992. Action. Adventure. One hour, 28 minutes. Smarting from a romantic breakup, macho police sergeant Joe Bamowski, Sylvester Stallone, gets a cross-country visit from his mother, Tootie, Estelle Getty. Her misguided efforts to help only fray his nerves. Wait, her misguided efforts to help only fray his nerves. But that doesn't stop her from nagging Joe to be more open about his feelings toward his ex-girlfriend and current boss, Lieutenant Gwen Harper, Joe Beth Williams. When Tootie witnesses a brutal multiple murder, she takes her meddling to the extreme by tagging along to help her son solve the case. Still, Getty was a golden girl. Do you have a favorite golden girl? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a toss-up between, the, you know, the Hoa and the, uh, you know, the lesbian Jew. Can I say that? Well, you know, Maud. I like Maud. Actually, I'll take Maud over the other one. B. Arthur? B. Arthur. Uh, as over the other one. Rue McClanahan? Rue McClanahan, yeah. I like B. Arthur better. Well, have a good trip. Thank you. And uh, I guess I'll go see what Speedos you're going to wear down there in a second. Okay. I've got to go to the bathroom. Come on. i got to go. Okay. Chop, chop. Here, I'll show you. Let me pull them out for you. What? Oh. <laughs> what? He was uncanny. I thought that was Chris Farley whenever he was like, I'm going to the bathroom, Daddy. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, we have a text, and it's just a quick question. I think it's relevant. Uh, speaking of Lifetime movies, will Bruce Villanche play Gardner? In the We Are Live I've Lifetime movie. I've had Bruce Valanche before, yeah. Uh, and often the scientist from uh, Independence Day. Had that one. Uh-huh. Um, Brent Spiner. Sometimes in the right lighting, Glenn Close. Mm. <laughs> um, when you're smoking others. and you have your back turned it in the street be, and somebody yeah. hollers at you. Got your mom hey, you need a ride? <laughs> That's happened before. When he's cooking yeah. rabbits on the stove. Yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Boy. Mm. I'm going to stop or my mom will shoot. That's got to be a... 46. Is it is it bad that I get that and don't throw mama from the train yeah. mixed up? Yeah. <laughs> Probably 10 years between I'm the two of them. Eight but movies titles. Yeah. Uh, you said 46. 
I am, I'm going in the 20s. I think I think stopping my mom will shoot is going to be like 22%. Uh, 38. Okay. It's an eight. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Why wow. Even, why even do the movie? Why? <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Why do that to yourself? I'm not going to lie. When you're describing, like, giving the synopsis of the film, I was like, I don't remember it being that complicated. <laughs> I just thought it was still Getty and... Stallone just get into crazy situations. I didn't realize there was a plot to that thing. Well, apparently. It's uh, 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. All right. Quite interesting. Um, Dr. Ed joins us each and every week. Yeah, I'm going to pull up their website right now, and I'm going to tell you how easy it is to find out all of their capabilities. Hillside Animal Hospital is located conveniently off of 44 and 40. If you go to hillsideanimalhospital.net, you can see all their capabilities, some of the stories, and you can see Dr. Ed right on the very front holding a lovely puppy. I take my dogs there. All the people associated with the show here take their dogs to Dr. Ed's Hillside Animal Hospital. Many, many different services available. Cannot say enough good things. I have to take my dog in quite a bit because some allergy stuff it's always a very easy trip the staff's amazing and we can't say enough good things about the support we receive so that means you all take your animals there that's how this works baby this is a free show you tune in you get to see the great tech electronics built studio another wonderful business in the corridor the same corridor as you dr ed they're yep. just down the street from you so again support dr ed hillside animal hospital not just dogs you take your cats there and he'll even uh, he'll take a look at your turtle and tell you where to go if that needs to happen too dr ed pleasure's always sorry i put such a beating on you today yeah, felt yeah, good close i came i came up at the end but we're glad right. you're back from austin too yeah. um and i'm glad that calf didn't hurt you too much that you stick with stuck with veterinary uh, school yeah, yeah. dr ed for Travis Farrell and Gardner, we're going to give you a break. We're going to let you leave before we do fair or foul. Because at the end of the show, we read people's emails and we feel your doctor in front of your name is above that. So we're going to let that happen. Take a quick break. We'll be right back on the other side with fair or foul. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Huge thanks to Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital. Please visit them if you're in the area, if you have pets. You know we're all about pets here. Your cats, your dogs, everything. Take them to Dr. Ed, and uh, you'll get the best care known to man, humanly possible, in St. Louis, everybody. It's been a fun show. We got fair foul. Looks like we've already got a... uh, a bunch of different uh, great submissions in, trying to get 10 bucks to Southdown Pub. We do have a great comedy lineup. Uh, I believe it also is the mayor of St. Chuck, former mayor of St. Chuck's last free comedy Thursday he'll be mm-hmm. attending. Big shout out to a great supporter of the show. He's uh, taken off and thankfully he can still stream and download online. So it looks like we're about to be huge in uh, wherever he's moving, in the Colorado area. You okay with that, Trav? I am excited. Uh, to grow our brand in the Colorado area. We've uh, been trying to tap into that market, and now we have uh, someone there that's going to spread the gospel of We Are Live. Mm-hmm. We've done Make It Racist. It's been a great show today. We'll probably be spreading other things, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, boy. You know, uh, you know what else we spread? Joy. The good news about real estate. Oh, course tom banister that's right circa properties circa stl.com check out tom banister's capabilities 314-393-5386 tom.banister at circa stl.com very easy to deal with he is your real estate professional that is we are live backed he supports us you support him it is home buying season if you're selling a home buying a home use tommy banister Wonderful, wonderful partner of ours here at We Are Live. Love working with him. Could not say enough good things about him. And if you work with him for your home purchasing or selling experience, you'll see his customer service and uh, his hard work goes a very long way. That's Tom Bannister. Tommy Bannister. Circa Properties Realtor. Tom.Bannister at CircaSTL.com. Or if you want, hell, DM the show. Be like, hey, what up with that Tommy info? We'll get it to you. Don't forget. Travis, we got fair foul coming up. We're talking divorce parties, right? Yeah. That's exciting. Um, other things. Now, have- I love this part of the show. <laughs> I love this part of the show. <laughs> I was going to get to your stupid New York talk. <laughs> 
Do we have uh, Do we have any New York State of Mind info that we need and to get to? New Garden? York State of Mind. I sound just like Billy Joel. That was the worst. Oh thing my God, I've ever heard. I sound just like Billy. I'm in a New no, York I just, State I like of Mind. I like to um, prep Travis for his little little visit to New York. What up, New York, NYC in the building? Holla at your boy from Brooklyn. Hey, so, do you think any of our friends that are really famous uh, would just let me sleep on their couch? Uh huh. I'm looking at you, Michael Costa. Wait, why wouldn't you go to the black dude? Mm-hmm. Roy ain't let Roy got a family. Oh, <laughs> You've researched. I'm going to the one with the guy who's a no doubt has the probably the best bachelor pad in all of New okay. York City. Okay. Duh. So, so, you, so how do you help him? Well, I know he's been looking in Brooklyn, so I look for stories. Looking in Brooklyn. About New York. And in particular, I look for stories here and there about right. You know, how Travis is going to get to work by using this subway map. And it's pretty simple, I think. Right, Travis? You've already Man, got it figured I out? I ain't going to even lie. That list looks stressful. But I will say I have figured out most routes out of Brooklyn to Manhattan, which is where I'll be traveling to. So I'm not incredibly concerned. And what I've also learned is that a lot of these lines are very close to they're really in residential areas, like in communities. So you're not having to to walk a ton to get to them. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> you go to the Sesame Street people. You're like, I'm gonna be honest. I'm f- I'm, I'm afraid, and I would just like to sleep in the studios, please. Thank that's you. That's probably gonna. I'll happen. be very quiet that's and clean. That's probably gonna happen. I don't know what the laws are against that, but that will certainly probably happen. So I got a story I f- found in the uh, New York Daily News. They show up and <laughs> Oscar's kicked out of his can. Like, what is the Oscar puppet doing out of its can? Hey, man, hey I'm in here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long night. Your right? head pops up. Yeah. Uh, He's like, what, well, Oscar, you snitched? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Screw you, Oscar. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. What's your, what's your New York state of mind story today? All right, here's, it's from the New York Daily News, the headline. Okay. Fight in Brooklyn subway station spills onto tracks. Man nearly fried by third rail. Mm-hmm. Mm. So was he going to get ready to talk about immigration? It's uh, <laughs> third rail of politics. See, that's Brawl at the Bay or... Ridge 95th Street subway station on the R-Line late Wednesday nearly turned fatal when the two men involved fell onto the tracks, and one of them almost came into contact with the electrified third rail. Oh, Jesus. The fight broke out around 11.30 p.m., police said, after the pair tumbled off the side of the platform and into the roadbed. One of the men jumped up and began running away on top of the heavy covering over the potentially deadly third rail. This as the second man gave chase. They were on the third rail protection board, said Anthony Blackwell, a train conductor who was at the station waiting to start his shift. The man giving chase hit the fleeing man in the head with a master lock, police said. The man hit by the lock, keeled over, and his head was inches away from the electric third rail, according to TWU Local 100 Head of Trains, Eric Logel. Blackwell said he sprinted to the emergency alarm box to turn off the power on the tracks. Just as I pulled it, he went down on the third rail, said Blackwell. A second later, and he might have died. Local 100 president Tony Yutano called Blackwell a New York hero. This is a great example. Why can't he just be a hero? Of how transit workers are on the front lines and handle emergencies that writers often never hear about, Yutano said. Strap hangers waiting at the station tried to hold the man who struck the victim when he returned to the platform. But police said he was able to run off before the first responders <laughs> arrived at the scene. He got off with a lock and stuff. Man. But it, that's a New York story because we the guy's gone. Why? He's gone. Like, this guy, he's, he's he, gone. You'll he never lives, hear, you'll he never hear about this guy again. Yeah. He'll no, like, like, that's it. Like, you can do that in New York. You can do something that wild, that crazy. With all those witnesses... Never to be heard from again. We'll never hear from that person ever again. That guy almost caused the death of someone for whatever reason. And he must have been a badass if <laughs> he just walks around with a master lock. Got great aim. And he must be an intimidating <laughs> SOB because the guy was running from him after he was getting his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. So, so whoever this guy is, we'll never hear from again. No, we'll hear from him. That means he's on the loose and he could run into you. Uh, <laughs> 
didn't think about that. Mm. I didn't think about that. Is there Daredevil? Isn't Daredevil? Aren't that's where most of the su- most of the superheroes live in New York? Right? Mm. Those aren't real. Those they like Luke Cage. That's they can't not a get thing. Mary, he got canceled. Mm. Mm. That's a shame. Just wanted to keep you updated on what's going on. You know, but I've, I uh, each day as we get a little bit closer, I become a little bit more New Yorkerish. Like today, like I was like, "Yo, can I get some coffee here?" And I walked up to a food truck, and they were like, we don't do that, sir. I was like, well, in New York, their truck's got coffee. Where's your coffee? Because I've always wanted to drink out of those little plastic paper cups because mm-hmm. I see it on TV all the time. I'm like, oh, that's dope, man. Look at them drink that coffee in New York. They drink it differently. They drink it out of paper cups. Mm. That's cool. So I'm looking forward to that. So each day I get closer. I'm getting more and more like a New Yorker. Uh, I don't know about that, but I do know about that. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm walking here. Mm-hmm. See? I do know about St. Louis Counseling Services, stlouiscounseling.org. You can see all their capabilities, businesses, individuals. They can help with counseling services in the St. Louis area. Give them a call, 314-544-3800. If you want to email them, support at stlouiscounseling.org. And be sure to check out Mental Health Matters with Tom Duff. I'm just saying, my boy Aaron Judge, he, he's, he's not doing well out in the outfield, you know? Jeets needs to come back. When does Jeets come back? like a hint of Puerto Rican or something. Uh, Thank you. Mm. Uh, Where's Jeets? Jeets is out here. He fills the ground ball. He throws it over. That's why the Yankees. 32 championships, bro. Mm. Do you want to do some fair or foul? Let's check out New York's fair or foul. At this defining moment, change has come to America. I think I can do that. Fair or foul, New York. They're going to go to people on the There subway. are seven podcasts on segment? your block that do fair Is it a foul? movement? <laughs> Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. What I do but like I can say about fair or foul is now what and I think I will like about the people, the people of New York. Gather they, around the they radio look with like your loved ones really and hold on to your butts. It's now time for fair. I embrace the we fed give up it back to you, the people. Or foul. It's the segment Gartner's little brother would call wet. Mm. He peed on you. That happened. That was bad. That was. Topic, divorce parties. Winner gets $10 at Southbound Pub. You can use that at Comedy this Thursday. Packed lineup. Come out, get there early. We were packed last week, and uh, it's going to be fun this week. Fair. My father had a divorce party. It included him, a bottle of Kentucky bourbon, and a recliner. It lasted 12 years. Oh, boy. That's one hell of a party. Wait. Oh, okay. Mm. Thanks, Steve in Des Moines. Mm. Currently, Steve in the downtown St. Louis Ikea parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, honey, let's go home for uh, a trip to see the parents. Well, we'll be stopping by Ikea. Good for you, Steve. And thanks for keeping us huge in Iowa. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Here's a short one. All caps... Fair exclamation point from the former mayor of St. Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I won't say what he's celebrating, but uh, maybe at Free Comedy Thursday this week, you can hang out with him and buy him a drink and tell him congratulations, if you know what I mean. That that is pretty solid. (gasps) That's good. That's good. Fair. Sure. I would be the first to RSVP, and then I would never show up. It wouldn't be a divorce party. Someone didn't lie about being committed. <laughs> Black sheep bringing nice, you. Nice, that's good. Oh boy. We need to talk. I think it's time we separated. It's not me, it's you. But don't worry, I'm going to throw a party to celebrate. A barbecue at Forest Park. Travis is welcome. Gardner, you can come too. Sorry, Denman, but only one token allowed. <laughs> Triangle assassin. <laughs> couple more here. Foul, why would you celebrate your own stupidity? Better question, why would you make your friends remember that time five years ago when they spent a bunch of money on a party or a weekend trip to celebrate that you were making a mistake? Not only did they spend money on that bachelor bachelorette party, but they dropped money on a suit or dress to look like your personal groupie for the day Mm. and pictures that you will now never look at. Oh, wow. And on top of that, they also bought you a nice set of mattress and pillow sheets. Oh, boy. (laughs) Nice callback. So as you're sitting at your divorce party, drinking and celebrating your freedom, mm. just know that at least half the people there are questioning why they're at a drink restaurant. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Finally differentiating the two. Spending more money on you. That's the JVL Jackal. Pillow sheets. That's pretty solid. 
Last one. Okay. Fair. A divorce party is kind of like a release party for the divorce guy. He will start spending four to ten meals a week at restaurants like Twin Peaks, Hooters, etc. He will make his new two-bedroom apartment feel like home by spending the majority of his time not at the apartment, but at the various restaurants, grossly over-tipping, and any and all waitresses that pretend to pay attention to him in an attempt to get some hand stuff in the back of his 2014 oh, Kia Sorento. <laughs> Uber driver has <laughs> Oh, boy. His close friends will be disappointed how much this guy will spend on bedazzled jeans because he says the ladies love them. For the woman, it's a party to indicate her exciting near future of working out, getting in shape, and working on herself. The first step for the divorced wife occurs after she sleeps with the one guy from high school that still drives a Camaro and never settled down because he has always been a free spirit. After he spends a, sends a very nice message on Facebook only days after she changed her relationship status. Boy, is that true. <laughs> God. God, guys, cool it on that. After the shame of sleeping with Chad, she'll feel shame, continue to work out, get in shape, and spend Thursday nights at Brio. Her time at Brio allows her to remarry a very older, wealthy guy, and she lives happily ever after. Or until the rich guy craves a younger gal, and the cycle starts all over again. It's from Travis's swim instructor. <laughs> First of all, you're a terrible swim instructor if you uh, train Travis. That was a great submission. I think there's a clear winner. All right. Um, I'm just going to say it. The mayor of St. Chuck gets my vote. How about you, Gardner? I was going to get Mayor St. Chuck. Former mayor of St. Chuck. Yeah, he's, he's resigned in, uh, in controversy. Mm-hmm. We have a winner. Do you not want to vote for him? Oh, no, I wanted to vote for uh, Travis, the swim instructor. <laughs> Despite him not showing you very good moves. Did you say that again? Travis's swim instructor. I think you're going to have trouble with that. Mm, nah, damn it. Congratulations to the ma former mayor of St. Chuck. He can use his $10 gift card this Thursday for the last time at Southdown Pub. Not the last for all of you, the last for him. Huge comedy show this Thursday. Going to be a lot of fun. We've got five comics. Going to be rocking time. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in today. Thanks to Tech Electronics. Look out for the Tani Project coming very soon. Tonight, I believe Matt Whitener and Daryl Frearson will be recording an episode of their podcast here in the studio with uh, Kiwan of the St. Lunatics. So excited for them and all the projects we're working on Matt with. Huge thanks to Buzz's Wine Grill, all of our great sponsors. Travis, you did a great job today. I did. <laughs> I really did. Check out midcoast.media. Big thanks to Red Saw Publicity and by Jack for all of our apparel needs. Use them for your apparel needs as well. We're back tomorrow live on Facebook at 8 a.m. with Lou Ferrigno and I believe Michael Palachek, very funny comic who's done Conan, Colbert Report, all that good stuff. And then Friday, we've got Cato Kalin, Rich Voss, and Tony Hinchcliffe. This is a big guest heavy into the week. So thanks, everybody. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. Peace.